put away your foreign gods, which are among you, and purify yourself and change your garments. And come, let us arise and go up to Bethel. And I will make you an, and I will make an altar there to God, who answered me in the days of my distress, and has been with me wherever I have gone. So they they gave to Jacob all the foreign gods which they had, and the rings which they were in ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak of which was near Shechem. And as they journeyed, there was a great terror upon the cities which were around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, which is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. He built an altar there and, became, and called the place El Bethel, because there God had revealed himself to him where he fled from his brother. Just, can we just close our eyes and pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Father. We thank you, God, for you're a faithful God. From the beginning until the end, God, you're faithful to the end. And we thank you, God, for your good, good Father. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your peace and your strength that, that we have through us, God, through you, God. We thank you for the love and grace that we have from you, Lord. And thank you, God, for answering us when we call you, God. God, we thank you, God. We, 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 as we sit in your presence this morning, God, we, we open our hearts, we open our minds to listen from you, God. We surrender our hearts into your hands. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, worship team. Good morning, church. Um, it's good to be in the house of the Lord this morning. Um, I thank God, thank God for this wonderful time. God has given us this time and opportunity to be in his presence this morning to worship him, to glorify him, to bring our, uh, and, and to bring our petition into his presence. Amen. Um, quickly, I want to share what God has put in my heart this morning from the scriptures we read. Um, from Genesis chapter 35, 1 to 7. And, you know, today I want to bring your attention to um, Jacob's end part of journey, amen? He's 100 years old. Um, he's been through a lot, amen? He's been through, um, he's, he had a lot of blessings. He's been, he's been blessed many ways. He carried a lot of burdens. Um, he fought a lot of battle. He wrestled with God, amen? And he's been through a lot in his life. Um, kind of like we say, you know, seen it all, done it all kind of a man, amen. Um, and God gives him a specific instruction to go back to Bethel, a place that he's been 21 years earlier, and do some things, amen. I hope this message, I pray this message will minister to somebody who is in transition today or in trouble because, you know, when we, when we see and read from, uh, learn from the life of Jacob, we see here that he was in both the predicaments, amen. He was, he was in transition and he was in trouble. Amen? You with me today this morning? Amen? Uh, the first time we see the, from the life of Jacob when he was running from his house in Genesis chapter 28, we see him that um, he's, he's running from his home. He's not running because it's a marathon. He's running as a fugitive because he stole his birthright, stole the birthright. He stole the blessings from his brother and he, he, he's scared of his life. And he's running from his house as a fugitive. And he's running to a place that he's not sure about. He's unsure. But he's running to his Uncle Laban's house. And we see him 21 years after. He's heading back 
to Bethel, where God meets him, where God met him in the in, in the time of dress, distress. Amen. And today I want to talk to you from the topic: What happens when God shows up in the middle of nowhere? Amen. What happens when God shows up in the middle of nowhere? You know, a couple of years ago, I happened to see one of my friends. I happened to visit him in his house, and uh, while visiting his house, something caught my attention, you know. Um, you know, I saw on his fridge he has this, um, you know, postcards from these exotic places, man. Um, you know, how we keep postcards, you know, pictures of our kids and families and sports, uh, things we like. But he had nothing, but he only he had was the postcard from these places. Uh, not that he didn't have kids, not that he didn't have families or things that he liked, but that's all he had on his fridge. So I asked him, you've been to these places and that's why you have the postcards? He said, no, I've never been to these places. So I zoomed and asked him, okay, so maybe you, you might have, you know, um, peoples or relative or family who sent you these postcards so that you can remember them. And he said, no, I don't have anyone living here as well. So I said, why do you have these places on the fridge? And he told me that the reason why I have it, because I've never been to these places and I want to be there one day. I, you know, I want to I wanna be visit these places one day. And for a moment, you know, I thought, like, it's good because he's ambitious and he's destination-driven. That's good. But then I thought to myself, it's, it's, it's good to be destination-driven, but if you don't reflect and appreciate where you've been and where you are, you will never get where you want to get. Amen? I hope you're getting me. You will never go or you will never get where you want to get because your life is all about going. Amen? If your life is all about destination-driven, even you ultimately get where you want to get, you will never feel like you got there, you made it. Amen? What am I trying to say here is sometimes we got to learn, we got to stand in the middle of nowhere and appreciate and reflect where we are. Amen? And, 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 and where, you, where you've been. The reason I'm saying is sometimes we got to thank Lord in, in, in the middle of nowhere and thank Him and praise Him for how He brought us far, this far and where He brought us out of. Amen? Because, because even though it's not the finish line, but it's a lot better than where we started. Amen? I hope you are getting my point here. Sometimes we gotta, some God, we got to learn to thank God and we praise God in the middle of nowhere. Because if it is not for Him, we would have a totally different story. Amen? Can we take a moment? Can we just take a moment to praise God? Can we just take a moment to thank God? Because God, thank you God for bringing us this far. Thank you God for bringing us this far. Because it was, if it is not for Him, we would have a different story. Because if you look back in your life, you will see that we, we would have lost in our sins. We would have lost in our lust. We were lost in our selfishness. We were lost in our greed. But somehow, some way, God brought us out, snatched us out from that miry clay and put us feet on this rock so we can have this firm stand. Amen? He brought us out. Not just because we had that intellect, not just because we had talent, but he loved us. So he snatched us out and put us out from the middle of nowhere. Amen. And I love, while I was reading this, I love from the life of Jacob. He said, uh, one of the verses, he said, God, I am unworthy of your loving kindness. I am unworthy of your faithfulness. I think it's Genesis chapter 30, 32, verse 10. It says like this. I am, I want to read that. I'm, Lord, I'm unworthy of all the loving kindness and all the faithfulness which you have shown to your servant. For with 
the staff, with my staff only, I crossed this Jordan. Now I have become two companies telling God, I'm thankful, Lord, for what you have done for me. Because when I was running for my help, I had nothing but a stick in my hand. But now I am two companies. I'm not worthy of your faithfulness. Can we thank God for a, for a moment and see what God has done in our life? Amen. Can we take a moment to look back and see what God has done? And God says, and Jacob says, you know what? I'm going to go back to Bethel. I'm going to go back to Bethel. And, 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 and Bethel is that place for Jacob where God showed up in the middle of nowhere. Amen. Can, we, can I just take a minute to take you to Genesis chapter 28? Because to understand where somebody is, you've got to understand where they came from. Can I quickly take your attention? I promise I wouldn't take that much long. Because we read here in Genesis chapter 28 when he's first running from his house, right? It says here in chapter 10, Jacob departed from Beersheba and went to Haran. This is, now, this is important because he's leaving his hometown that he's comfortable with. And he is going to a place that he's nothing, he knows nothing about. He's, he doesn't know how the place is. He has never met Uncle Laban. But he's going to a place that he's not, unsure, he's not sure about. And sometimes God will work in our life that was. He will pluck us out from we are comfortable and, and take us to a place where he will reveal himself to us. Amen? And it says here, um, I like this because it says here, he came to a certain place and spent the night there because the sun has set. And he took one of the stones of the place and put it under his head and lay down on the place. See, he was not planning to stop there. It was not on his itinerary. Amen. It was not the layover. He stopped because the sun has set. And God, and God decided to show up in his unsure moments of life. You know, he put, he, he says, you know what, Jacob says, you know what, I'm not planning to stop here. I found a rock and I'm putting it under my head. It's, by the way, horrible for the spines, but I'm going to sleep because the sun has set. Do you know God will show you in your transitional moments of your life? Can I get an amen for that? Do you know God will show up in your unsure moments of your life? Do you know God will show up in your confusing moments of your life? Do you know God will show up in your moments when you say, God, how do I get here? What's next in your moments of your life? And that's what God is going to tell you this morning. And God is telling you this morning, I'm here with you. I don't know what seasons of your life you're going through, what trouble you're going through. God is saying, I will meet you in the middle of your nowhere. God says, I'm going to meet you because my God knows how to meet you in the middle of nowhere. Amen? And God shows up in the middle of nowhere for Jacob. You know, when we read down, it says here, as he was not planning to stop there, he came to that place and stopped because the sun has set. And it says he had a dream. And he had a dream in verse 12. It says, Behold, a ladder was set on the earth with its top reaching to the heaven. And behold, the angels of the Lord were ascending and descending on it. And behold, the Lord stood above us. God is above your situation every time. It doesn't matter what you, you name your situation, God is above your situation. You name a, a, a trouble in your life, God is above your situation. You name a struggle in your life, God is above your, everything in your life. And it says, The Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord. God of your father Abraham, the Lord of Isaac, the, Lord, the land in which you lie, I will give it to you, to your descendants. And your descendants will also be like the dust of the earth. And you will spread out to the west, to the east, to the north, to the south. And in you and your descendants 
shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Can I just pause here and say, the reason God, you put you here where you are, the reason God brought you, the place you are today, it's not because we had something, it's because God put you there. The reason God blessed you, because you can be a blessing to somebody. Amen? We are blessed in the place you are today, so you can be a blessing to somebody else. Amen? We are blessed to be a blessing. And God says, I'm going to bless the people of the earth through you. And then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, surely the Lord is in this place. And then did not know it. Amen? I was not planning to stop here. I just found a rock and went to sleep. It was not on my itinerary, but surely the Lord is in this place. Amen? And that's what the God is saying this morning. See, God meets Jacob in his unsure moments of your life. Amen? He meets Jacob in his unsure moments of life. And God is telling you this moment, whatever you're going through in your life, I will come meet you there. Whatever trouble you're going through in your life, whatever seasons of your life you're going through, I will come meet you there. Amen? And Jacob says, you know what? I don't know. I don't know. I wasn't planning to stop here. I, I wasn't planning to stay here. But I'm not going to call this place as Luz anymore. I'm going to call this place Bethel because the Lord is in this place. And this morning, God is assuring us, telling you might feel like you have no one in your life. God says, you have me. You have me in your life. You might not have possessions, but you have my promise. You might have not people around you, but you have my presence. And Jacob said, you know what? I'm not calling this place lust anymore. I don't know what this place is being called as, but I'm not calling it lust. But I'm calling this place as Bethel because God is in this presence. Amen? Do you know, do you know, you can rename a place when you, you know, you can rename the place that you're in when you know God's presence in that place? Do you know you can rename a situation that you are in because you know God is in that situation? Some of us need to take the naming rights in your life because instead of calling whatever situation you're going through, you can rename it and see the goodness of the Lord in the land of living. Amen? Instead of calling it a setback, you can always call it a setup and see the deliverance of the Lord. Amen? Jacob said, I'm not going to call this place as lust. I'm calling this place as Bethel because the God is in this place. Amen. The God is in this place and I did not know about it. And, and Jacob says, you know what, 35 years after, you know, I'm not going, what happens in the, in, the, in, in the house of Laban, but after 21 years in Genesis chapter 35, he's coming back. And that's my point here. He's coming back. He says, you know what, I, I got to go back to Bethel. I got to go back to Bethel. And today, that's a message that we have in our, God is speaking to us. We, you and I, we need to go back to Bethel in our hearts today. Because it's the place where God delivered us. It's the place God revealed us. It's the, it's the place where God promised us and he's going to work in our life. And Jacob said, you know what, I'm going to go back to Bethel. Amen. Three things, three things Bethel represents. And I'll be out of your way today. Uh, three things, it, 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 it um, indicates Bethel to Jacob and it indicates to us. First, Bethel is a place of remembrance. Amen. Bethel is a place of remembrance. It's a place where God showed up to Jacob. It's a place where God set up shop in, your set up shop in the desperate situations of your life. And brought you through your wilderness. Amen. It's, 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 it's a place where, where God brought you. When God made a way in your life. It's a place, it's a, it's a place where God 
open doors in your life, when there were no one around you to help you out, to work things out, God showed up. It's a place of remembrance. See, one of the, one of the most uh, repeated commands in, in the Bible is remember. And God is asking us to remember those key moments of your life when he delivered you. When he brought you out of your struggles, when he brought you out of your troubles, when he, 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 he made a way in your life when there was no way. He opened doors in your life, there was no doors. It's a, it's a, it's a place of remembrance. It's a place of remembrance, amen? For Jacob, he goes back because it's a place of remembrance. One time Samuel said, he sets a rock between Mizpah and Shehan and said, thus far, God has helped us. Amen. Thus far, God has helped us. Can you just give me a shout to the Lord because you, I need you to go back to your life and think about it, how God delivered you, how God has brought you this far, how God helped you. Amen? We need to go back in our life and think about it for a moment because we, sometimes we got to go back to go forward. Amen? And think how God delivered you. Maybe I've been, I've been repeating myself because, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a thing in my life that whenever I sit in the presence of God, I always think, start with what God has done in our life. And that's how we should, right? Because we have, if, if, if it was not for God, we wouldn't have any identity, right? We wouldn't have a success to call us a success if God was not in our life. Amen? We wouldn't have families. We wouldn't have people around us. We wouldn't have whatever we think and we have in life is because what God gave us. Amen? We need to go back to go back. We need to go back to Bethel because it's a place of remembrance. And Jacob goes back to this place and remembers what God has done. When he was running, but nothing had in a stick in his hand, but now he's become two companies. He's going back. He's, he's, he's doing 360. Sometimes we've got to do 360 in our life and see what God has done. Amen? And Jacob does 360 and he says, you know what? I've got to go back and thank God for what he has done. Because if it is for me, I could have done this far. God blessed us. Amen? So for Jacob, Bethel is a place of remembrance. But Jacob, is also, uh, Jacob also understands this is not only a place of remembrance. This is also a place of revelation. How? See, when he first running from his house. See, it's, 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 as, it's, as I mentioned, he's, it's been 21 years. It's, he's 100 years old now. He's, he's been through a lot. He's been through a lot. He's been through, he fought a lot of battles. He uh, wrestled with God. He's, when he's going back, he's limping. He's no longer running anymore. He's no longer the same Jacob. The first time when he was, he was coming from um, Beersheba, he was running to, 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 to Bethel. When he was passing through Bethel, he was making deals. That's why we know, know Jacob. Is, he was negotiating with God. But this time when he comes back, he's, he's limping. He's no longer the same Jacob. He does a 360 in his life. He sees how God has blessed him this far. He sees what God has led me this far. When I, when I first walked in, when I was coming and I was making deals with God, but not anymore. See, in Genesis chapter 28, he says, when we, when we read there, he says, Jacob awoke from his sleep and he says, surely the Lord is in this place. The Lord is in this place. After 21 years, when he's going back to Bethel, you know what Jacob says? He has a profound revelation. He has a vision, profound vision, but now he has a profound revelation. You know what the revelation he has? It says in verse 35, verse, um, verse 3, he says, 
Let us arise and go to Bethel, and I will make an altar there to God. For who has answered me in the times of my distress and has been with me wherever I have gone? In 28 says, he says, the Lord is in this place. Now Jacob has done 360. Now he understands. He turned things around. He looks around and he sees how God has protected him. How God has blessed him. How God has led him. And he says, God was not in that place. God is in this place. God is in that place. God is everywhere where I went. When I turned left. God was with me. When I turned right, God was with me. When I went forward, God was with me. When I went backward, God was with me. God was with me all this time. He never left me. Amen. He never, God's presence is not a place. It's a person. That's why Jesus said, Emmanuel, he is with us. He is with me. He is here now. I don't know what you're going through in your life. I can just say, God is with you. In your situation, with you right now, with you. Jacob says, Jacob says, I was running after all these things. You know, I was running for wealth, possession, fame, blessing. But what I failed to see, that God was running with me. He never felt. He just didn't show me at the place of Bethel. He was running with me. He was following me. He was following me relentlessly from the time I left my home. And God is assuring you this morning, God is with me, with every, with you, is assuring you this morning that is he with you. He's not, his, his presence is not a place. He's with you, here, with you in your situation, here, with you in your family, when you go to work, when you, when you see your people, he's with you in your presence. With his presence is with you. So Jacob, he understands now. First, it's a place for remembrance. He goes back and he thinks how God provided God protected, God blessed, gave me everything, amen. Now he understands it's a place of revelation. How God was with me, he didn't start with me from Bethel. He was with me from the time I was born. He was with me when I still left my house. Even when I was going to unsure moments of my life, to a place that I didn't know, God was with me, amen. He was with me at this time. Everywhere I went, wherever I went, God was with me. And third... Bethel is a place of response. Amen. Bethel is a place of remembrance. Bethel is a place of revelation. Bethel is a place of response. Why response? You know what Jacob says? Come, let's go to Bethel and build an altar. You know, in the Old Testament, altar means sacrifice. And God is asking us this moment to build an altar in our hearts. To sacrifice ourselves. To surrender ourselves. Why? For what God has done. And he's going to do many great things through you. Amen. It's, it's, God is doing what he needs to do. But it's, to, it's up to us. Where Am I able to see my God in my situation? Am I able to see my God in my struggles? Am I able to see my God in my troubles? Because that changes your situation. That changes your season. Because when you see your God in everything that you go through, you will see deliverance in things. Because God never left you. God never forsaken you. You know, Matthew 28, um, Jesus says, I will be with you till the end of your age. But the question is, do you see God in your situation? Do you see God in the seasons of your life? Do you see God in your struggles? Because if you do, it's a change. There will be deliverance. There's, there's, there will be change in your life. Bethel, Bethel is a place of remembrance. Amen. I want to stop here. I want to conclude here saying, 
I don't know what you're going through the situation in your life. What, what is season of your life you're going through? But God is saying, I am here with you right now. God's presence is not a place. It's him. He's with us. Jesus is, Jesus is called Emmanuel, God with us. And he's saying that I am with you. Whatever you're going through, I am here with you right now. Amen. May God bless you with this.